Hey there, fans of brotherly love wrestling. It is I, Vic Delicious. Philly's own, the Mecca here. It is the real McCoy, J.D. Axe, Justin D. Xavier. And it's your man, C.D., the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old friend, R.J. City. Hey there, brotherly love wrestling. Bill Carr here. Hey everyone, this is two-time guest Wheeler Yuta. Two bozos from Philadelphia flapping their gums about pro wrestling this, pro wrestling that. Which is not that unique in the grand scheme of things yet. You are in for a treat because you're tuned in to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Philadelphia, are you ready? Oh, he said, This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome, everybody, to Brotherly Love Wrestling. And in case you forgot, we are your hosts, Larry Hall, Joe Corrado. We've been away for a little bit, but now we are back. And we've missed about a month or so since our last show. A lot to catch up on. Uh, Not going to really try and touch on everything, but just kind of talk. We'll pick out the parts that are are most interesting. Yeah. Like uh, like how we didn't do a post-mania show. Not at all. No. No, not a post-mania show. It's only like show. the biggest weekend of wrestling, or the biggest week of wrestling, and we decided, nah, we're not going to do it this year. No. No. Yeah, so. Uh, we didn't decide that. N- we didn't decide. Someone no. else decided that for us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice welcome break of not doing a show and having to really worry about watching things I didn't want to watch. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm current. With all major things. Yeah. But I'm more pieced together current of like, I pretty much breeze through anything I don't have interest in and I just stick to what I like. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I agree. Um, I obviously have probably watched more than you have. Yes. But you've had more time off than I have. I, have. I, I had a solid two weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I think a couple of the headlines coming out that we were probably most excited about was a was Cody Rhodes really going to be the one facing Seth Rollins which we all thought I mean I know I pretty much figured it in I didn't think it was going to be any other option no matter how many fake things they leaked about Shane McMahon or the Undertaker or anything like that um, as soon as they said that I was like man I hope that's not it <laughs> <laughs> who Taker or no, any of them or any of those oh, okay. anyone that they said other than Cody I was like I don't really want it except for when the lights went out I thought it was Bray Okay. I did it. I had, yeah, I had flipped it slightly. I was like, man, could it be Bray Wyatt? And I wasn't going to be upset, but I was still just as happy it being Cody. If not, maybe more. I'm glad it's. I think he's worried. This belongs. Cody. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I kinda, said the same thing. It's kind of where he belongs. I like, said the same he thing. Kind of didn't fit in with the all elite crowd. I mean, he helped them substantially, I think. Big time, yeah. And he was. One of, if not the only one for a long time that I was actually able to sit down and follow a storyline and actually enjoy it. Yeah. He knows how to draw him out in the sense that he's old school and he's already got that mentality, not to mention who his dad is, where he 
where he was brought up in the wrestling business and where he started out. I mean, mm -hmm. he had all the intangibles. He just needed to make himself a bigger name than a mid-carder. Undesirable to undeniable, which has become like the ultimate tagline for Cody. But he's been playing in this as much as he wants. I mean, I don't think he's been playing. I really think he thought AEW was going to be a place that that he was going to skyrocket with and, and flourish. For, yeah, I really do. I don't think he – I mean, obviously wrestlers he, always say never say never, but he, I feel like being – He in, put himself it, in the mid-card, like, first go at it. Which he re actually, I don't know if his last couple of days, he said one of my biggest one of my biggest mistakes was doing that and putting that simulation <laughs> because he, he pigeonholed, all, which we said from the start. He Everybody automatically said took himself out of the main – he took himself out of being the main guy. Yes. So he could never be bigger than – he boxed himself in before he even got out of the freaking gate. Yeah. But I still, if you look at his AEW career – he still had a really, really good run, even though he never needed or didn't win a world title. He's a two-time TNT champ. He all his op matches he opened up the one of the doors, the forbidden doors, and brought in a lot of independent talent and a lot of people that you didn't think you would see on that main stage. But yeah, on national TV, I think a lot of the younger AEW, the pillars, he called his kids. He brought up. He trained he took them and helped them and coached well, them along it, to put them on tv darby and mjf for sure and uh sammy as well and guevara yeah, yeah yeah that was towards the end of his tenure at aew mm -hmm. the only one he didn't really do much for was jungle boy yeah i think you're right but he definitely helped mold darby allen mm -hmm. he got him over big time yeah i mean that's the thing cody always wanted to be over but everyone that he made he basically made those people those stars. I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, not yeah. He not was a good. Sense. He was a good launching point. Yeah. for them and notoriety. He was their biggest name besides Jericho and Moxley. Yeah, Cody was the biggest name that they had. Yeah, until they started bringing in all obviously the current talent, but and that was he had to get out. He was falling further and further down that list and further and further back into always being the mid card and never getting yeah. past that point. Yeah. Uh, I, I, may, I mean, if nothing else, Cody is very, very business savvy. He yeah. understands the business aspect of wrestling. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. Ultimately you're there to make the most. Well, that's what it used to be at least. Yeah. Put the most button seats and draw the most money. Yeah. That's what it was. And I, I think, I feel Cody can do that. WWE in this landscape, yeah, he can do that. It feels different this time. You they can don't see have it. any. I mean, he's coming into a spot where he's known more now because he's now well traveled in other companies. Mm -hmm. But they don't have anyone who's a top guy. He came in at the perfect time. Like, who are your you're tops? Right. No, you're you're absolutely your main right. title picture is Roman, Rollins, whatever they want, Lashley, McIntyre. Am I missing anybody? Uh, Probably a couple interchangeable one-offs. Like Sheamus could jump back in there, I think. Orton. If they uh yeah, I mean, I don't see it Orton anytime soon. KO, but if they're gonna do that again, I don't know. Um, yeah, their main right. title pick, yeah, but it's all been it's all been done before. You're right, exactly. So Cody now is Cody's the fresh face. Yes, yeah. Literally and metaphorically speaking, mm -hmm. to enter the main title picture. Yeah. And to say that right off the bat, 
to not, oh, yeah, well, if I win this, I'll never be able to challenge for this title again. Yeah. Now we can actually challenge for main titles. Just so happens that the person holding that main title doesn't look like they're losing it anytime soon. Not to mention, there's only one title now. Yes, thank God. I love They that. don't have enough people to challenge for those titles. They haven't built enough people. And, and they looks, haven't built enough people for years. It looks like Colin they needed Cody Rhodes. Well, yeah, there you go. Freaking of, of <laughs> who would have ever thought that? The full uh, th- side note. Yeah. That Stardust fucking thing he did at Mania. I love that. I loved every second of that, that, whole, that, whole, that whole from start to, start finish. to yeah. finish. I agree. I thought that was perfect. And if it wasn't for maybe a couple other things that happened throughout the weekend, I would say that's my favorite moment. But I can't. You can't. Austin, you just can't. 19 years. 19 years in between. And I still feel. There's a reason he, he's at the end. He, Yeah. But you know what? He didn't embarrass himself. No, not at all. He didn't. He didn't pull a taker. No. They did that right, though. He just did a street fight. And exactly. That was Exactly. You did a lot of brawling, exactly what Stone Cold's known for. You knew KO could take the bumps. Look, I couldn't believe a couple of those bumps that Austin, Austin took. took yeah. I would that that body, that back body drop on, on the cement, I I was floored. I couldn't believe it. And the funny thing is, watching it with my wife, who grew up a wrestling fan in the Attitude Era, her dad took her to SmackDown and stuff like that, but doesn't watch it anymore. She was laughing. She loved the in, the interview segment, the KO show. She thought it was hilarious when he finally got the mic and he started to help me with the what's with the crowd. She was locked in. She was on her phone until Stone Cold came out, and she watched that entire segment of a non-wrestling fan. The casual fan. Exactly. And she loved every second That's of it. That's what WrestleMania is. That's yes. what they cater to. Yeah. So the things that I was most impressed about were the special guest matches. I agree as well. Logan Paul impressed what the, the hell out of fuck? me. Yep. Who yeah. the hell? Like, complete, like, good for him, man. Just he sat there. Great. I was like, this is amazing. I was yeah. like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I was like, he's really good at it, too. And you're like, my God, I hate that he's really good at this. <laughs> it's, he's, and he was, and crisp. to have the Miz turn oh, on at the yeah. end, that's, that's even, even better. Oh, SummerSlam's going to be great. It's even better. Yeah, because you're locking in these people that they're, whether you want to believe it or admit it or fucking have the balls to say, those are draws. They are. Because they're bringing they in just like that yeah. Bad Bunny. Yeah. And I could be honest, I didn't know anything about Bad Bunny <clears throat> before he showed up on Raw. <clears throat> Neither. Nothing. Nope. But <clears throat> I knew he was an outsider. I knew he was some sort of musician of some sort. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he came and he took it seriously and he actually proved himself like, shit, man, like this is a completely different look than what we're used to about some of these people that come in here. Like we've seen, we've seen some countless crazy people get brought in and be like, all right, well, we know what this is going to be. To bring people in and be like, we think we know what this is going to be, but then to actually like, what was the other one? Knoxville. The jackass fucking, that was. Look, if you thought, if you shit on that match, it wasn't a you match. Just, it was fun. Well, it was but, just whatever. Supposed, it was supposed to be. It was one supposed to promote the movie, <clears throat> of course, which is a lot different take that they took when they promoted Batista's zombie movie. <laughs> true. I mean, look, well, that was also with no fans, right? <laughs> yeah. So they kind of yes. they were yeah. kind of fucking saddled yeah. at that point. Yeah. And they couldn't really do much. But this is the same concept, except it's in front of a much larger viewing audience. But not for nothing. Jack Hayes has been around. Jackass appeals to a very particular demographic, 
and it just so happens to be the same demographic that you are big had, fans of another wrestling promotion. You had slime stick jackass stunts in front of 78,000 people and millions of people watching. And and they got the reaction they wanted. They got all it was ridiculous. It was, it was hilarious. A, it was supposed to be once you sat down and saw what it was supposed to be, like, all right, well, I know I know what I'm in for. Yeah. And it didn't disappoint. No, no. It was great. The ending, the finish was great. A big giant mousetrap like via Looney Tunes. Like yeah. it was fucking the great. big fucking hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love I love that gag in the movie. So to have it in that the, the third the movie, the 3D movie, the whatever movie. movie that was. They I remember seeing it on an actual well, was it the 3D or was it, was it the one before that? Was it the two 2.0 or 2.5? I don't know. Either way, I mean I'm it's not, a great segment. If you're gonna, I'm not good at doing the wrestling part of remembering when things happen. So to say that I'm not good at knowing when the jackass shit happened, it's Even just worse. par for the course. Yeah, I guess. But the most impressive special <clears throat> guest appearance match by far, and those two were great. Yeah, different but great still mm-hmm. was Pat McAfee. A hundred thousand uh-huh. percent does that guy just ooze everything about pro wrestling and what it should be, except he's not a fucking 285 pound mammoth, yeah. but he is everything you want in a professional wrestler right now. Yes. He can do everything, everything in the ring for the most part. moves, sell. Yeah, you're right. Everything. And talk. Yes. And not only that, the thing that you'll see a lot of these guys, especially NXT 2.0 is a good example. Selling with your face without doing anything else. When McMahon is taking his suit off and he's sitting in the ring, he's going, come on, come on. I dare you. Come on. And like, he's selling that fact that I'm going to whoop this old guy's ass. And then he sees what McMahon's about to do. And like, even then he's still selling, selling, selling the whole time. He gets it. Like, yeah, he's so good at it. And like you said, charismatic, charismatic. He is so good that on the mic. I well, mean, he pulled the old fucking Austin Rock. Yeah, the mic. Okay, so let me get your. I want to get your reaction to this because okay. you are a giant Stone Cold fan, and grow, growing up, that was your guy until the Rock. The cell. Oh, the stunner cell. So you have two different ones. Which you one have I appreciate the more? McAfee cell, <laughs> which was more realistic. Are we, are we eliminating the uh, the big man? Yes, we're eliminating that. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible excuse for a, a stunner cell. It looked cell. good in post. <laughs> but, yes, the McAfee cell or the theory cell? Because I've seen this now on Twitter and Facebook debate. Which one did I like more? What, or which one? I, what would we have? I know both of them. Yeah. Which one do you think, like, which one do you, I guess, prefer is the question I'm really asking. Do you like the it's, over-the-top, uh, big-time, like, Scott Hall cell or Rock cell? Or do you like that? If it was anybody but Austin Theory, yes. Okay. I don't like Austin Theory. All right, all right. All right. So I don't I like McAfee, but I like, I like McAfee's the, I sell like, better. I like McAfee's more because it it was kind of like what trip it was more of a triple H. And a nature boy cell. Yeah, like because yes. they had the beer too. Because I'm pretty sure Triple H did the exact same thing yeah. when he got stunned and spit the beer up yes, in the air. You're right. He did. But he didn't drink it after he was already on the ground. That, that was a classic. I like that the best. Yes. They closed, they got a close-up of him. Chugging the beer. Yeah, I agree. Was out. I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the thing about this whole WrestleMania. These two nights. Combined. The two nights were, they were what you wanted in a WrestleMania. I think maybe some things could have been eliminated, and you could have made it into one long night again. 
but yeah. but you you're cutting half that off then you're not running eight and a half hours of wrestlemania again if you're doing that you know what i mean like you're, you can't do that anymore i'm trying to think of the matches that like not every match was great no they were good for that card they were good because I you had the space in the I time. I wasn't overly a fan of Ronda Charlotte. Honestly, I blame that on Ronda. I blame this I mean, whole either. I think Ronda is very disinterested this run. She doesn't look the same um as that initial run with Becky and Charlotte. She hasn't looked since then because even that little run she came back before she left to get pregnant was the same thing. She looked very disinterested. The promos still stunk. sucked. And she just doesn't look comfortable. I think the baby face thing and telling her to go out and smile is not Ronda Rousey. No. She's a badass and she should be a heel. She can whoop your ass, turn you into a pretzel, and break your arm off. Like like Basler. Exactly. But I think why don't they just put them together? I see, I would put Sonya with her. Because Sonya still has that background of MMA. And Sonya with who? With Ronda. Okay. I think that would work more as sort of a manager, and they could still, I mean, Sonya obviously could still go and wrestle, but you at least take that mic out of Ronda's hands. She's not comfortable or she doesn't get it, whatever it is. You need to do something at this point. It's it would too be, long. I'd be hard pressed to see Heyman be her mic. I just feel like he's so busy with this bloodline thing. I, I don't feel know. like he can get out of that. I feel like he's done his time. I feel like Roman doesn't like he literally he doesn't need he him. doesn't You're do right. anything. You're right. He, he literally does him. he just doesn't do anything. It's yeah. not like the advocate for Brock when yeah. he was Brock's and Brock doesn't even need it at this point. Brock doesn't need it either. No. Dude, we're living in a really weird time of wrestling where Brock Lesnar can be a, a huge baby face and be his own mouthpiece and be completely over. All he had to do and was, Roman Reigns is compelling. Yeah, it, all he yes, <laughs> that's even better. Yeah, and this match that was so stale before was now it sucked that 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 ending had to have happened that way. Yes, I agree. But I feel like that was the one damper. Is your main event oh, got cut short? Your main event of both nights, like supposed to be the greatest grand, WrestleMania the, match ever, the grand finale. Yeah. Well, but. And the other thing I, I want to switch to is because I feel oh, like wait, while we're on Roman, go ahead. Did you see the tease that they did on Young Rock? Oh, I I retweeted it. It was it was amazing because I watched I watched that pretty faithfully. Okay, I have it on my library. Faithfully, and... <laughs> it wouldn't be a show back if it, I didn't, yeah, right, if I'll I didn't give that one. Or two. I'll give you that one. Um, but yes, even on Young Rock, they have Young Joe. They just really call him Joe, and but in, introduce him as Roman Reigns. But still, he gets Rock in a head a headlock and tells the whole room to acknowledge him. Like I thought it was great. And then the Rock puts him down and says, "A match only that that big can only take place on the grandest stage at WrestleMania." Like you motherfuckers built kayfabe into a sitcom. Like, What's wrong what, with that? I love no, I loved every second of it. That's great. I loved every second of it's it. Cross. Something I don't know promotional or cross yeah, genre. Yeah, no, you're right. Cross, cross promotional, cross genre. But yeah, I, I thought that spot that was great. I loved every second of that. I love that show anyway because I love the. I think the actors who play the other wrestlers are really entertaining and really yeah. good. Um, I like that they tipped the hat to Yokozuna in that in that scene there, watching the ninety four ninety five Rumble, whatever that was. Um, yeah, that was great as well. I do want to move to AEW though because. AEW has kind of. Should least, we, bo- should we bl- 
are we going to throw in Ring of Honor into that yes. AEW mix? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because now absolutely. that they're all one, yeah. it looks like, because we're getting ROH on AEW TV. I'll tell you what, watching Battle of the Belts Saturday night. Did not watch it yet. And you had Dalton Castle versus Gresham. Two minutes into that match, I felt like I was watching Ring of Honor TV. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was watching That's- AEW. It it's felt like, really a bad thing. no, it's a, it's a very good thing. And it's a good thing as a ring of honor fan to be able to feel that and not feel like these are ring of honor guys wrestling in AEW. It felt like well, a ring of honor. Gresham's in championship there. Match. Gresham's officially with AEW. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As well as obviously Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um, that's the one, another thing I wanted to touch on this Samoa love that on dynamite Suzuki Joe, that match was phenomenal. Everything you what wanted. With the freaking the ending. But that's that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Why did they build about. that? Like people knew who the hell was coming in. I, I don't they get shut it. Shut the lights out, and then you open the lights, and you're like, okay. And yes. Go ahead. What are we doing here? Tony Khan apparently said a 30 year veteran in wrestling is the one who made that call, and Tony Khan was like, "All right, yeah, that sounds like a good idea." Went with it, and then afterwards has now said, "I." If I would do it again, I wouldn't do it that way. No shit. It was not a good idea. No, it was not. You don't introduce someone completely new to a fan base with lights off. They have to be established. And they've done that gag so many freaking times. Every single time. Every time. I feel like it's that same 30-year vet just like, I got it, something new. Completely. Hear me out, Tone. Hear me out, Tone. Completely new. We turn the lights out. (laughs) Boom. That's great. Love it. Let's get it done. Lights out. We'll introduce this guy. Well, at least all the other ones, it's worked. Yeah. who's the, it, It's gotten played out. It got played out after Malachi. I don't want to see any more lights go out. Unless it's the Fiend or Bray. Yeah, but I think they've wasted so many lights going. Now they just tainted even more with this guy. Well, that, And now, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but I didn't didn't watch the full segment. I saw the clips. I saw the lights go out. I didn't even have the sound on. I didn't need the sound on because it was that because what would they have said? Well, how would they have made that better? No commentary in the world makes that make sense. No, you don't care how good you are. No, you're absolutely right. There's nothing that you can say. There's nothing like, oh, my God, you're supposed to be like, that's your moment. You're like, oh, my God, it's no, this guy. And, you know, he will be called this guy. The one that made that made me remember an AEW and I know we knew who it was but I feel like the AEW audience didn't they did that with Butcher and the Blade when they first came in and I felt yeah, that like fell flat. the re- yeah the reaction that Tony and I think AEW were expecting and that 30 year vet yeah, and that 30 year vet light man. <laughs> I think he's probably that ruined about lights like <laughs> I don't think they probably, landed either scared of light he's probably a vampire it's probably Gangrel I don't think he works for AEW but but I mean, no. I, Christian was in the food. It was probably Christian. He's a thirty-year vet. I don't think it'd be Christian, though. I'm thinking. Like, I'm I, thinking more like a Jim Ross type. Oh God! I mean, no, because he would. That would. It wasn't commentary that suggested this. Well, first of all, I'm not saying. Like, do you think Jim Ross only does commentary? I don't think no, because he's got to call it. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't I think see he's what you're saying. Okay. Straps uh, himself. Be like, okay, how do I? Book myself out of this. <laughs> let's, let's turn, turn the lights. Let's off. turn off the lights. <laughs> it's all my. Oh, it's gonna be a slobber knocker. 
<laughs> That's right. He he sold uh, a guy that dressed like him at Battle of the Belts who was in a Sooners jersey and a cowboy hat. He was like, what the? What, what kind of reaction is that? He's dressed like you. Why are you so surprised? Like, I, I just – I Did he have barbecue sauce all over his face? He didn't, no. No. I – so done with Jim Ross. I do not like Jim How Ross. How long have we been done with Jim Ross, though? Since he signed. Since before then, I think. Like, I just, I don't like Jim Ross. I think no, him, and King entire, can, him and Ken can, yeah. can ride off into the sunset. The entire AEW commentary team is amazing like, why except did they bring, for Jim Ross. Why did they bring in King to replace Corey Graves? They could have went with anybody else. They could have went with Nigel. Nigel McGinnis could have been right there. And, I mean, such a... A better call of a match. My God, you get nothing out of Jim. You get nothing out of freaking King. You get nothing out of either of them. Both those old guys. They're can just go so away. like they can go away. They're just there for their famous. Oh, say it, say it. It's like that old Simpsons episode when they <laughs> when all the kids are pointing at Bart. Say it, say it. <laughs> Slobber knocker. <laughs> Slobber knocker. As good, as good as a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Don't forget about business is about to pick up. Oh, business is about to pick up. Oh, my God, he's nearly broken him in half. <laughs> just say those things. Even if they don't make sense, just say them, Jim. Just, yeah, soundboard. We'll poke you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be asleep. I'll close some food. Barbecue. He's dreaming about barbecue sauce. Jim, Jim, Jim. Oh, he's nearly broken him in half. It's a woman's match, Jim. Okay. What the? God. That's what he is. He's just sleeping on the side. They just hitting him. Look. He's getting paid. He's better not being a marionette or marionette. What is it? Marionette. Marionette. Right, second time. <laughs> the marinara. <laughs> Still stuck in the sauce. Stuck in the sauce. I'll always be stuck in the sauce, my friend. Ooh, I didn't see it going there. Would not, would not be a show back if this didn't happen. This is right. normalcy. This is, yeah, this is the show. This is normalcy. I did miss this. Absolutely. Us picking apart wrestling and making obscure nonsensical comments while doing it pretty much <sighs> trying to trying to think about oh you know what i really like about aw not to go down a a, a path of what we don't like because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that i don't like about aw right now yeah but the things that i do like their tag team division i love ftr babyface turn for ftr hasn't been done before we haven't seen it yet yeah, yeah and it's right. really good and it God, the Bucks just keep getting better and better about me wanting to punch them in the face. Like they keep get like I and I do. I love the Bucks, but they're st- they're very good at pushing those buttons of thirty something year old fans and twenty something year old fans. Like they know no, how to right. like they know how to get them riled up. Like I don't know what it is, but it is it, whatever they're doing is good at it. I mean, their their tag division is so stacked. I wish they had a show to just focus on tag team wrestling. That's how good their tag team division is. Uh, yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. Of course, the talent in, is the that t- good. The but timing, the- they just don't have the timing for it. Exactly. And you know who the top – like, look, the top guys aren't even champions. You got Bucks, FTR, Red Dragon, PP, and then Jurassic Express. I put them in the five hole. And they would be in the six hole if Phoenix were healthy because it'd be Pentagon and Phoenix. That's true. Pentagon and Phoenix might take up 
in the top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're definitely elevated when healthy. Yeah, they are definitely up there. God, I know there's some that we're even forgetting about. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you have the best friends who haven't really competed yeah. as the best friends in nah, the wild tag team. They don't really need them to right now, though. And then you got a trios of that's another thing I really like. Yuta, that whole Yuta Moxley match. My God. I just, Star is born. Dude, it really was. And I'm so, so happy for Wheeler Yuta. I mean, we've got, we obviously, we've gotten to talk to him a couple times. He's actually we, in our intro. Yeah. <laughs> and before the show, you see Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, which is mind blowing. Right? The ROH pure champion, yeah. Wheeler Yuta. Not. He's he's a son of Philadelphia, but an adopted son of yeah. Philadelphia. So that's still that's look, a proud day. Look, we adopt athletes all the time into our city. Yes, we were you to deserve. He's always built from Philadelphia. Yeah, he, he is. is he's he's Philly. Philadelphia, absolutely. And now he's part of. Wait, you have to help me with the name. What is the name of the? It's something Combat Club. Yeah, you didn't know it either. No. And I really should. I, I knew we were going to talk about it, and I'm like, I should probably look that up because I knew I'm going to forget well, it. Well, now that we're into this whole Moxley thing, because that we did just see him. What was it last night or the night before? No, it was last night, wasn't it? The uh, him versus GCW. Yeah. No, not GCW. Not GCW. Windy. Yeah, it was like Windy Japan. City. Yeah, yeah New it Japan. was him versus Osprey. He was yes. all bloodied up in that match too. Yeah. No, and oh, man, I really, really want to see. We got to get on Fight TV. We need some codes. We do. We got to throw that out there. We, we do. Some codes. We've yeah. earned the codes. That's, I really wanted to get that. I think I. You can still, you can still buy it. Yeah, and I think I'm going to because that is, that itself is fun. I saw the card. Yeah. I wanted to see what it's Blackpool com, uh, Combat Club, by the way. I knew it was a combat club. Yeah. I just didn't know what the first um, one was. The new shirt actually looks pr- pretty cool. New shirt is like a almost a throwback to the NWO, but in blood. Like it has like the box, like the four corners in yeah. blood, and it says BCC in blood. Not not bad. No, it's not bad. I mean, they it's their wearable. shirts. Yeah, their shirts have Dude, been. Dude, I was looking through. At best. Oh my god, I was at looking best. through AEW's like merch and their all their shirts. I'm like, man, I wouldn't wear any of these. No, there's a couple. I maybe, agree. But even I, the I one, like you does though. I do like you does. I'll probably get that just. Mm-hmm. Because who it is. Yeah. But, man, I want to get an FTR shirt, and I don't know. I like the only one I like is another freaking black shirt, and I have a million of them. The Living Legends one. Yeah. I like that one because it's a throwback to the 80s. I'll tell you what. Buying this shirt off of WWE, this is the first WWE shop shirt. Did it make you feel good? Did it make you feel weird? It made me feel very weird. Yeah. But they've upgraded their Their quality of shirt shirt is better. It's not soft. I saw a couple. It's not soft. It's not soft style, but it's that. It's softer. It's the tri-blend. Yeah, but so it's softer. It's It's, not cardboard. Yes. It's It's not not like when you're getting a regular shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees and it's like freaking cardboard. Yeah. No, this is definitely more comfortable. Um, and it was like, I don't know. It was, it was weird purchasing from WWE shop. I'll I saw that. a couple, but they're shirts. quick, man. They are very quick. I got to to WWE. I wish Cody had a better shirt. Me too. I'm, I was disappointed in his WWE shirts. Cause I, I was disappointed in his, in his other shirts. too, his AEW shirts. Yeah. He didn't have great ones of those either. Like his best one, I think was the American nightmare bullet club shirt. Yeah. Like a, for real, I think I don't remember another one. The Pharaoh shirt wasn't bad. 
yeah. that he had after that. But other than that, yeah. I mean, wrestling shirts have gone down since main, AEW. Yeah, main main shirts have gone down. Yeah. For such a t-shirt company when they started. Their t-shirts aren't yeah, they're, they're, they're not, not good. They're not that great. Their designs are yeah. No, if you it's usually just a picture of the person and like some sort of graphic. They're like, I guess they're graphic tees, but of the person. I want some, I want there's not enough. You know what? I'll go. I'll throw I'll throw this fucking conversation though. No one has good catchphrases anymore. Like, what's a good catchphrase in wrestling? Wrestling? What's a good catchphrase right now that someone has in wrestling? Usually, like, Jericho's a go-to for that. Yeah, but he hasn't but had he hasn't Yeah, had his are usually, like, weird. Although, I'll tell you what. Have you heard the Jericho Appreciation Society theme? No. Or the beginning of it, I should say. It's really not a theme. No. So, you remember? They were all pressing back, the theme today. Were they? Who? Jericho. Just Jericho? Yeah. Okay. He was, they're touring with Fozzie, and they just did a show. A couple of nights ago, and they're heading to Poughkeepsie. Oh, the now country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Anyway, beginning. So remember when? Well, Are you about to sing something? When we for were me? kids. No, no, no. When we were kids, oh, and the opener to every WWE show or yeah. WWF was for over fifty years the dominating force in sports entertainment. Okay. Right. Yeah. So now one of the guys from Two Point and I can never remember which one's which, but the guy who's a little heavier. Which Matt, I, 2.0. So he, Matt. it's his voice. He does like the big E thing. So he's in the back with a mic, a live mic. And he says, <laughs> the last one he did was for over three weeks, the dominating force in sports entertainment. And then <laughs> Judas hits. And I was like, oh, please keep doing that. Every week, add a week to it. Please keep doing this. It was so good. And you could tell he was doing it from a live mic. Like, oh man, please. I hope they just keep going. You keep going. You keep going. It was great. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Catchphrases, there isn't like what's a good catchphrase? Like, like who's got a catchphrase? Oh, man, on top of my head, Roman's got acknowledge me. Yeah, that's Roman, not good. That's, yeah, well, that's not good for his character. It's okay. Yeah, it I makes mean, it's sense. okay, but it's not like because like, <laughs> we know what the good catchphrases are. We well, we grew up in the era of catch uh, from yeah, train, but that, yes, but like from that. All the way throughout the 90s. Like MJF says, I'm better than you, and, and I know it. Yeah, and you know it. And you know it. Or whatever the hell. See, it's not even that good. I don't even know it. I don't know it. Um, I don't care. It's not good enough. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, especially, I think, AEW. AEW could do it, though. You're right. I, like, I why isn't there more should. catchphrases? Like, they run that style. Like, get a catchphrase or two. Yeah, but And have it stick. You need a chance. I don't know, man. I can't see. I think Anybody it's a different mindset. Roster putting together a besides the Adam Cole baby, but that's not really a freaking catchphrase. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of is. It boom and and actually say the Adam Cole baby. I don't. That's it for him, really. But that's not even like you're right. It's not a catchphrase. Cowboy shit. Cowboy was, shit is well. That's a catchphrase. That's yeah, a catchphrase. But, yeah, but it's not that good. No, no. Yeah, WWE There's doesn't not a, have the, any. No, like, WWE doesn't really have any. And you go across wrestling, even to the little, like, smaller promotions. Who's from got those a good catchphrase? No one's got a good catchphrase ECW, anymore. nothing. MLW, really nothing. Uh, Impact? No. Anybody from Ring of Honor, not well. I mean, but he's not over enough or well-known enough. I mean, Brian Johnson, Mecca versus everybody. But, like, I mean, shit like that. Yeah, but, uh, that, but again, yeah, no one has that. That's saying. No. 
Yeah, that definitely needs to make a comeback. You got more, and like you said, because I think AEW can you do get, better. You get because more their people, crowd. Yeah, you got crowd a hot, participation. You got a hot crowd. You need a sing. Yeah, and I just I don't. Yeah, man, I don't know why. I, that's a good question. I have no idea why. Catchphrase. And I haven't. I didn't realize it until you said it. Because now yeah. that I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, yeah, it's kind of a disappointment, right? Because there should be more catchphrases. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how you make merch. True. With a catchphrase. Look, look at the, you just made the list. How many shirts do you sell those? Probably a fucking shit oh, ton. The, the ultimate, I have one. The ultimate catchphrase that turned into merch and the great, and probably the best selling shirt in the history of pro wrestling is Austin 316. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, and then he just added on to it. Yeah. If you smell what the rock is cooking. That, yeah, that's another shirt. I mean, it, it just, it doesn't exist anymore. I don't think wrestlers are thinking about it. They're not. They're but not. I think they need to like suck it, suck it. <laughs> I mean, that, how easy is that? That I think was more lightning in a bottle. What, what would it be the, today? Fist it. <laughs> what, would, what would it be? What are the kids into? What are the kids into today? That would be the slogan. I'm not of that age, so I don't know. What are the kids saying today? <laughs> It's not fisted. It's not fisted. No, it's not. I Are love you sure? that. I love that fisted was the first one that came to mind for you, though. I don't know. Could be. Who would say it though? Who's got the hands? That's what Braun Strowman's. It shouldn't have been <laughs> get these hands. It should have been fisted. I'm gonna give you a good fisting. Oh <laughs> man! It would have been over. Oh my God! Rusev Day, that was a good one. Rusev Day, yes, you're right. Rusev Day was, it was literally as simple as simple. It was as simple as Austin three sixteen. There's no. his name and a saying after that. Rusev Day. Yeah, no. I wish there was more in that you say. New Day rocks. That was good for a while. Yeah, they don't really do it anymore though. No, I mean, look, New yes, Day rocks. Yes, was New. probably the yes was the was, biggest. Again, it was everything's like simplifying, simplifying, gone. Yeah, you need the same. I think you need the same. And like, and as we see, like it, you don't need something complex. No, you just need to catch that lightning in a bottle with something. Look, even the champion was for a while when he had the champagne and all that. Like that for a little while he had, but other than that, I mean, I mean, that's maybe the most recent, right? I mean, MJF still does his, but yeah, but he's a heel. This isn't going to get over. You need like a. I guess he would be a tweener now mm-hmm. that would get something over. Like Moxley could get something over. He just has to have a good saying. He could yeah. just say something. I don't know if he will. Oh, no, I don't think it, I don't, his character isn't really. Yeah, isn't yeah. that, but he could do it. Like, honestly, Moxley could pull it out. I don't see Hangman being able to pull out the, to get you over the top where more people are going to be saying it. Like, where yes went cross. Mm-hmm. Not promotional, cross cultural. Yeah, that went into fucking sports arenas. There isn't anything. I mean, Bobby Roode's song played in Toronto Maple Leaf Stadium, but that's not really a thing. Yeah, I mean, no one's got any cool sayings. No, that's a <laughs> no pun intended. But that's the bottom line of it: is nobody. Yeah, nobody's no, got cool sayings. No, that's how you sell merch. Yeah, you need a cool saying. It helps, makes it easier. Tell you that to design shirts. Not only that, but it gets the chance. You don't get good chance anymore. You need the chance of the same. No, the spe- chance like, are just this is awesome. Both these guys and uh, shit like holy that. shit, holy shit, yeah, played out basically. Fuck Dan Lambert. 
Was that a popular chant? I'm pretty sure it wasn't Philly. Oh, that's true. That I couldn't hear what he was saying. There's so much that that, was like <laughs> little tiny things. I'm I I feel like could take up a whole another episode. Probably. Oh, especially of AEW because they're just like their but, title, their their main they title for first of all with Adam Cole going up against Adam Page. Like I feel like, and it's not because it's Adam Page. I like baby faces in the chase. I feel like heels are better champions and having the baby face chase is better, especially for a hangman page. Now is Cole that believable guy to take that, the belt off of him? Not really. I don't no, believe I so. Buying time until Kenny comes back. And, and I, think, I agree. I agree with I think, that. And I think, I don't know how long you can keep Cole at the top though. I mean, if Kenny comes back and Kenny beats Hangman, how does Cole go after? Then you got it's got to be Cole versus Kenny. But that would mean Cole just stays at the top. I feel like they need a, like a brooding big heel, and I don't know if Lance Archer is it, but I'll tell you the person that I think should be it that should be pushed to that level, and that's Rusev or Miro. Yeah, but he's not back yet. I know. I feel like he should be that guy. Because he's big enough, because he's brooding enough, he can, he's believable. He's big enough. He's brooding enough. <laughs> They're stronger. They're faster. They have more facial hair. <laughs> I just feel like at least he's believable as a heel. At least you know he could beat the shit out of Hangman and it's, and you can believe he that he's dominate. going to do it. Yeah, he could dominate. Yeah. Like, I just, don't get me wrong. I love Adam Cole, but there's that's a it. That's the other thing. You don't get too many dominating people and they don't stay dominating long. Like there's a bunch of people that could be, but mm-hmm. people are afraid to pull the trigger on domination because they're afraid that it'll fizzle out too quickly. It'll get played out. Well, look at look at um Archer. Like he put I mean, look, he was throwing people out of the tunnel before he even got out. Yeah, he's to not, the arena. He's the dominator of the mid card, but once he gets into those main, he's not the dominator. He should have won that TNT title match all the way back when he had his opportunity. That should have been the first. Well, they're they're starting to breed Wardlow for it. I but like I, Wardlow, but I a think lot. that they're going to slow build this too much to where it might not have the same impact. Like it's like too I, little, too late. Yeah, I feel like he should almost be on the fast track. But again, I think he needs someone that's going to be there with him, like to talk for him. Because I like the story with him, Spears, MJF, and all that. I like where they're going with it. But I the, like the slow build of it he, too. If as he well. beats MJF, then I think that's his launching pad. Like I don't think that he has to fight anyone else to get to the title. You think it's MJF and then title build, and then a, for yeah. Wardlow? I think that's what it should be. I mean, with so many people on the roster, though, I think it's kind of tough to edge him in there. I think he, I think it should be after if he beats. I think he should beat MJF, but then again, I mean MJF. If he keeps getting beat, he's going to start floundering. You're right. And that's, but he's that good to where he could always build himself back up. He's an easy person to get back into a title picture if they want to. Because he can talk his way there. Yes, think. because he can get there on his own. You don't think there's a point to where where you waste that and you lose all that all no, that because, equity in him? No, because I think there's I think he is the perfect no matter who you put in front of him, he's the perfect foe for anybody who's in front of him. Because he's got that audience by the balls, and they can boo him religiously, no matter what. He's he's good. He's really good at what he does. So let me ask you one question then. So if we're saying we're Omega's, um, obviously waiting for Omega to come back, we're talking about guys like 
Wardlow, like Ruth or Miro, elevating. Where does that leave CM Punk? Oh, I'm not. I wouldn't. I think you have to. I think if I were to book it, I think Cole. I think the person that's left out is Hangman. I think Cole beats Hangman. Kenny comes back. Kenny. Do you run that elite Red Dragon storyline? I think you have to, but I think ultimately what it comes down to is Kenny versus CM Punk. So I think CM Punk will always bide his time and he will always be there mm -hmm. no matter what. He's not going anywhere, so he's going to stay. Like, he hasn't had a ton of matches since the MJF match. Yeah, He might not have had one match since the MJF match. So he might be... No, he he just wrestled on... uh... Rampage? Was it Rampage or Dynamite? I'm getting them all mixed together. This past week. Either yes. way. Yeah, yeah the past week he wrestled. Yes. Yeah, so anything you put in front of Punk right now is going to be a win. That's why he's not going to be wrestling any – like, he might wrestle, like, medium to kind of high prospect match, but he's just going to be there waiting, waiting, waiting. I think, it, I think it's going to be Punk, Kenny. I just don't know when or how they're getting to it. I'll tell you what, one of these weeks – I. I would like to see a, if possible, if he's not already, if he's not done, and that's uh, Christopher Daniels and Punk. Just to bring back some Just, yeah. old, old school ROH. Even if, even if, yeah, even if when they finally get Ring of Honor as a weekly, to, and that be on Ring Just of Honor. like then. a tribute? Yeah, like to give yeah, you could do Daniels that. I mean, that's a and, win. it's a win for Punk no matter what. Yeah, but I mean, just as far as those matches. A match quality? Yeah. To, to keep that, you know what I mean? Keep him still in the eye, but not – but So what they have in their top right now, very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Because what, if you do Kenny Punk and you eventually get there, whenever that might be, and Punk wins, now what you have waiting in the wings is Punk Joe. Yes. Yes. That's what you have waiting in God, the wings. I like, there's wait. a lot I of – I can't wait for that. Yeah, there's a lot that – like, they can slow play all this. Once Kenny comes back – because Kenny's come to come back and he's going to be at the top again. They're not going to run anything without Kenny being near the top, mm-hmm. nor should they with as much as they have arsenal wise. And if he is the guy mm-hmm. that you, everyone says he is, he's, yeah. he's their guy. With everyone else pretty much answering the Kenny Omega, no matter what anyone else says, Kenny Omega is the guy. He's their, their groom guy to be the top. Yeah. So he comes back, wins the title or Cole beats page. Kenny beats Cole because Cole's not going to get a long run. I don't think. I don't think he needs he's to. Not, no, he he's not. He's he's a top guy, but he's not the top guy. No. And I think there's a few people that are ahead of him. And I think they might be a little older in age, but I think there's a few people. I think Punk will be ahead of him. I think Joe could easily be ahead of him. Kenny's ahead of him. I think him and Hangman are kind of on the same level. I think this is a good feud because they're kind of on the same level. Hangman's still trying to be the top guy because he's not there yet. Cole's kind of a little bit, I mean, just pedigree alone. Cole's ahead of Hangman. He just doesn't have the title. It's very slippery slope, though, because you don't want Hangman to lose and just be wiped out. Because you always and drop all the way down. Because look who you have waiting on the other side. You still have Brian Danielson. You still have John Moxley. Like, you still have a lot of top talent. You just have to – you have so much – that you have it also have a stacked mid card that you have to find time for. You have a whole ass women's division that you have two titles for. And then you have a tag division 
that not you have freaking three titles. Not to mention the tournament and two brackets that you have for the Owen Hart Foundation. Is that a men's and women's yes. tournament? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, which is going well, the on tournament has started already. Tournaments are good because they they're almost like a reset, and you get well. Magic. And not only that, it's 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 just something content to, for your TV show. It's yeah. a ten minute chunk where you know whether it's Rampage or whether it's Dynamite. Okay, we got that match and that match, or maybe 15, 20 minutes. If Either you're way, doing you, two, you know what the the end game is for that. Yeah, it's just a tournament. Yeah, but tournament winners. I mean, I'm sure they're going to get a title shot or something. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sure there's going to be a debut or two in there even more. You already got Tony Storm. And then you got a couple other uh, women that are going to be kind of debuting to get in, but probably won't. Willow had a Willow Willow Nightingale had a really good showing. She should be signed. She really should. She should be signed at least under the ROH banner. Yeah, that'd be that'd be very smart for them to do. Yeah, but she I mean, definitely like, deserves a contract. Willow, bust the only her ass. problem with, the only problem with that is that their their top are the TV hogs. No, you're yeah, of course. Well, we yeah, so that's tough. that's how it works. It's I mean, so tough though. I mean, yeah, you you're gonna forget about the people that are on the bottom, and pretty soon you're gonna run into that same problem that all the other promotions had. Your top talent is going to run the television. I mean, they're they're doing a decent mm, decent job of introducing and kind of building people like Jade Cargill, who's only been in wrestling for maybe a year, a little over a year, is already a name, mm-hmm. a big name. Yes, you got Wheeler now. Yep, big name, going to be a big name. I mean, with he, who he's paired with and the match that he just had, you can run with that now. Mm-hmm. And now they can feud with Orange Cassidy and Best Friends and all them because they took you to from them. I mean, other than that, I mean, you got the dominating big names. There like, has you know, to you're be. You're not really building anyone else. You have to pick and choose now. You have to go down the roster. They're, they're really pushing the same at Bovar, and I. He needs to be a heel. <laughs> I. That's the thing. I think it's a mistake. Keep trying to push him as a babyface. He's not a babyface. He's got. He's he's, he's right. got the look of like God. I hate him. Yes. Yeah. God, just let me hate him. I, I don't want to cheer him. I don't like him. When they started, that's what I said. I hated him. Yeah. I couldn't stand. Seeing he's him. got a. He's got. And then I felt. Like, I that, like him. He, what? I liked him. I fell in love with with the character of Sammy Guevara. I started to like him when he became TV, TNT champion, and I was like, all right, this kid actually has something. He's not. No, nah, he's got a punchable face. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying he's got that ring, young, cocky, like, all right. You know what the deciding factor was? Is the Cody match when he beat Cody. You thought that Cody's was Cody's last AEW match. You thought that was good or for me? Yeah. You thought that sold you for me? Yes, it sold him. I thought it was me. a good match. I still yeah. didn't sell me on Yeah, I just thought I won't be sold on him. I'm not like, here's the thing I don't like a lot of younger talent. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Like, I can't TV talent, a lot of the young people, like, I don't relate enough. Like a lot of them don't have gimmicks or nothing like that to even get behind, but it's just that I don't relate like with that whole era of thought. Like they're good wrestlers, but yeah, not any of them to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go buy the Darby Allen t-shirt. Like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna buy old t-shirts of people that are either my age or a little older. Like, that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I've been trying to think. Is there anyone? Yeah, is there any young kid that you were like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go get that shirt? 
I'm going to support them. I mean, it's it's not the best thing to be saying on a podcast, but I support them, but just not financial. <laughs> the way that matters most. Get someone else to support you financially. <laughs> Relate to me a little bit better, kid. Do something cool. Do something cool, kid. Do your taxes on TV. <laughs> That would get do, you invested. Do something relatable. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Get a flat tire and change it. I need something that I can relate to. Like some people, they look like they could change a flat. John Moxley looks like he could change a flat tire. Looks like if you put him in a predicament that I would be in during the day, he would do the same thing I would. John Moxley showed up to a wedding in boots, jeans, a leather jacket, and a t-shirt. Yeah, dude, that's fucking Like, good. I was like, what the fuck? That's like, good. You talk about living a gimmick? Yeah, screw that. I don't want to go in a suit. I don't know if I would have picked a leather jacket unless it was cold. <laughs> I don't know if I would have picked a leather jacket. I, I think that's more, like, I don't know. Like, I feel you like want to talk kid, about, like, like... I feel like there's, like, FTR. They look like they like to drink and hang out and have fun. That's relatable. I'm going to support them. I like them. I agree. I yeah, feel like, like I feel like there's a lot of people that are like well, see, look at them. All right, let me ask you this then. So <laughs> I think I already know this answer. I don't Go know ahead, shoot it. it far away. We're but, fucking shooting from the hip anyway. We've got the people that you can relate to in wrestling. Yeah. Are they the same people that you think you can sit and have a beer with? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So that's why you don't you can't you don't like Guevara or or Darby I, Allen. I couldn't relate to them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I that's can't what do I mean. That. You you couldn't sit in a room and have a conversation with Darby because you feel like you would I mean, never that, you have nothing. What the hell would we talk about? I've exactly. seen him interviewed. Yeah, he doesn't say much. It would be an awkward. I would. Be, it'd be like pulling teeth. I don't want to pull teeth. I just want to bullshit. Mm-hmm. The people that we have on the show, the people that we're able to bullshit with, great. Yeah. I'm a fan. It's if I can sit like, there and bullshit and like legitimately just be like, "Fuck, man," I feel like I've talked to this person before. Well, when we talked to Kevin Nash and we were standing in line at that Icons thing. Well, yeah, Kevin like, Nash. I could see myself having a beer with Kevin well, Nash. But no, but that's I could probably see myself having at least 12. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, it was, we were standing in I, line. I don't but think it was we initiated a, that. No. He just started talking. Yes. Yeah. But that's the thing. Those are the type people. And, but that's in pro wrestling, it's who can relate yeah, and who like can the, connect the most can draw and will be those people that are top of the card. Because if you can relate to a bunch of different age groups in that fan base, of course you're going to get over. Of course you're going to draw money. I I feel like I'm different, though, than most of the wrestling fans. I feel like they just – I feel like they're a little bit more accepting. They don't need to have that cachet about them. Like, I – The I younger cheer, fans, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. but the, the people I cheer for, the people that look like – like – Kind of like, all right, I could sit down, conversation, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Like, they look like they'd be fun at a bar. Yeah. No, I get it. I get what you're saying. Like, you invite people to a barbecue and be like, all right, they got up next up on the cornhole. You're playing them a cornhole. Yeah. Like, that, those are the type of people. Like, I mean, people I, in their if, 30s and 40s. If I, invited Hale, if I invited Hale and Vic over... Hale would not be drinking or anything like that. He'd be judging us. But Hale, we could play cornhole. You mean Vic would be? You said Hale would be. Yeah, Vic would be. You know what I fucking mean. I'm just saying. I'm fucking do that. Just clarifying. That's all. Vic would be sitting back judging us, eating a cheesesteak with Cooper Sharp on it. (laughs) Or bitching about me not getting him one. I was going to say, would you (laughs) still owe Vic a cheesesteak? Yeah, I mean, they're having a show. 
<sighs> what a poor weekend. What, oh, shit. I mean, great weekend. Don't get me wrong. Yes, great weekend. But poorly shit playing, timing. Shit poorly timing. planned by them. Yes. They should have known that my daughter's birthday party was that weekend. May 7th. Yeah. And then, seen, May, and then the next day, fucking Mother's Day. So that weekend yeah. shocked. To yes. Shit. Yeah. I saw that event because that's the fatal four way. I, I saw it too. And I was like, man, it's only, it was like an hour. Yes. So only a little over an hour away from yeah. us. It's a Saturday. Like it was late. an hour, a little over an hour from me, but you're 15 minutes closer. So it might've been just an hour for you. Yeah. Either way. But fatal four way, the Bollywood boys now. Um, and I can't remember the other two, but it's the demolition cup. Yeah. Fatal four. I was I was so excited. I see the date. I, I was saw like, the date too. May seventh. God, I saw damn May seventh. I was like, for once, I know what this is. Yeah, <laughs> for once, I I know what's going on. <laughs> My wife looked at me and goes, "Well, why don't you just call Kyle?" I was like, "I can't go see the now wrestle without Joe." Like, we're not gonna. We got. I'm, You're coming to my house, Edward. <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, I was like, and." Kind of have plans that night now. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, no, unfortunately, we're going to miss the May 7th show at ISPW. But I'll tell you what, I've been looking at a lot they've of their been, cards. Yeah, they've been, no, but the Now's been showing up. They're their tag champs. ISPW NWA, tag team champions. They were in the NWA, baby. NWA. Yeah, that was so cool, too. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so. Let's have them back on. It's not like we don't know them or anything. <laughs> But look, if you're in the area, ISPW is a, a solid, like North, solid independent Central company. Central North Jersey, North Central. Yeah, but from Philadelphia, it's about an hour, hour and a half, depending on the on the uh, where they are running at that point. But the cars they keep putting out, we definitely have to get there. Maybe hopefully in the next couple months, we can get to an ISPW show. Maybe in between, I mean, May, June, and July, probably got one or two shows we can get to. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely got to get out and get to that for sure. Oh, man. I just hope it's not July and they're outside. That would be bad. That's tank top weather, baby. <laughs> tank top and short shorts. And a fart. Anyway, so that'll wrap it up on that note. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show and our uh, return to our The podcasting show. world. Yeah. Um, it was fun to do this again. I miss doing this, actually, <laughs> and kind of disconnecting <laughs> and not thinking about anything else. So... Uh, we hope you enjoyed, and maybe we'll have Essential Series shows coming up. We really haven't talked Ooh. about it yet. No, we didn't even think about it. Well, no. I didn't think about it. Uh, I thought about it. Do you think look, about- uh, no, I didn't, actually. No, yeah. I've been thinking about trying to get other other uh, newer people on that we haven't talked to yet. Hmm. I have a couple names I was looking at. Interesting. Um, so we'll see what comes of that, and we'll reach out to a couple people. and uh, Make sure there are people I can have a beer with. Yeah, obviously, that's, because obviously that, that's a criteria that's now. That's the new criteria obviously. of whether or not I want to talk to them. Yes, <laughs> I understand that now. So thank you for watching. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be talking to you very soon.